welcome back to this episode of Alive and Active. My name is Shelly Hitz, and I'm here with my handsome husband, CJ. Aw, shucks. <laughs> He's blushing over here. No, seriously, we're glad to be back here with you guys another day. And today, we're going to talk about how expectations can cause self-sabotage. So we're still in our Momentum series. And for those of you that haven't yet, make sure to go sign up at aliveandactivewellness.com forward slash momentum. This is our 21-day Move Your Body Challenge, where we're just asking you to move 15 minutes or more a day five days a week. But today we're going to talk about expectations. And, you know, whether it's in a fitness program like this or it's in relationships, expectations can get us in a lot of trouble at times and can cause a lot of heartache. And in fact, um, CJ found this quote says, um, you know, Shakespeare said, expectation is the root of all heartache. And, you know, we would even add that it's unrealistic expectations that are a sure recipe for disappointment and heartache. And I have experienced this over and over again in my life. And this is something God's really working on with me. Proverbs 13, 12 says, hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a dream fulfilled is a tree of life. So you think about that hope deferred, it's kind of like this unrealistic expectation that can, you know, be the root of all heartache, as Shakespeare said, or make the heart sick, like Proverbs says. And as I've been praying for you in this momentum challenge, I don't know, one day as I was running, I just got this sense that some of you have struggled with unrealistic expectations. For example... Maybe you have too high of expectations for yourself. Maybe you struggle a little bit more with perfectionism or just wanting to to have really high standards. So, you know, you might be in this challenge now and you've been, this is the third week and you might be feeling like, man, I'm not seeing the results that I want to see yet. You know, you have these really high expectations that you're going to get fit in three weeks, you know, (laughs) and then when you're not seeing what you think should happen, then you want to give up or maybe you have too low of expectations and you're just kind of like, you know, I'm just going to do the, the least that I can do. You know, I just don't really think I can do much, you know, and so maybe there's some of you that aren't truly giving this challenge your best effort and you've been settling for less and you you never really truly get that breakthrough because you haven't really pushed into that place where the breakthrough comes. And so whether it's too high or too low, you know, we can have unrealistic expectations going into a fitness challenge like this. And what happens is, you know, our our expectations, you know, can actually cause self-sabotage, which is really the title of this this episode. Now, we've heard the term self-sabotage, many of us. It refers to behaviors or thought patterns that hold us back and prevent us from doing what we want to do. So common examples might be procrastination. I, I have to say I'm guilty of that one. Uh, perfectionism, guilty on that one as well, Uh, self-medicating with drugs or alcohol, comfort eating, and even forms of self-injury like cutting. Uh, 
So for example, if we take one of those, a perfectionist who wants to complete a task flawlessly may dismiss the small incremental improvements when in actuality making even little progress would help accomplish their goal. So many times we just dismiss those little victories along the way and we say, oh, you know, it's still short of what I want, you know, or, oh, you know, yeah, I may have lost five pounds, but I wanted to lose seven, you know, and and so we focus on what we could have done instead of celebrating those small things. That's a perfectionistic attitude. And of course, I've, I've had that in my, in my running, um, even, even in, uh, trying to get to racing weight and different things like that, where you're, you're just never quite satisfied. Now, regarding procrastination, you know, we might put off tasks in order to avoid any negative emotions. So that some of those negative emotions might be, oh, I failed in this or that diet in the past, or, oh, I gained all the weight back, you know, anytime I've ever done these things and I've lost the weight. And so distractions like social media, setting vague deadlines like, oh, I'll get to it next week. Those types of things actually help fuel our procrastination. Rather than getting down to what we really need to do and taking action steps, we procrastinate because it's almost like we've we've self-sabotaged. We've already de- de- determined, oh, I already did this in the past. It's what, what's going to happen over and over again. And we kind of get caught in that uh, downward spiral. Yeah. In the fitness world, a lot of times there's two different groups. There's a group that can be more, a little bit more of the perfectionist or you know, you think of it as obsessing and restricting. So you're obsessing, you're, you know, you have to get that goal. You have to mark, mark it done in the app. <laughs> you know, you have to get it done right. You know, you don't want to miss a day or you're restricting with your diet and, you know, oh, I can't eat that brownie today because even though it's my daughter's 13th birthday, you know, it's like, there's no grace in that. And then there's the other side where we swing all the way over and we can get into neglect and rebellion where it's a little bit more like the procrastination. Like I'll get to it next week. I'll get to it tomorrow. You know, some of you may have signed up for the challenge and you haven't actually opened the app yet. And there's no, there's no condemnation. There's, we're not, you know, there's none of that here. There's only grace, but there is an element that CJ and I are coaches. We're here to spur you on. We're here to share God's word with you and to encourage you that you don't have to settle for the lowest, you know, in life. Jesus came to give us life and life abundantly. And so, you know, some of you are on that pendulum where you swung all the way to the one side or the other side. And expectations can obvi- can um, a lot of times cause some of these issues. And so that's why we wanted to talk about it today. Yeah, so we want to offer just a few suggestions um, that can help us overcome some of the self-sabotage, or maybe not even just overcoming it, but um, not going down that road in the first place. And so the very first suggestion we want to offer is acceptance. So acceptance of our situation is the first step towards climbing out of that hole. And that, that really is the key with, with so many things in life. If, if you're addicted to drugs and alcohol or you've been dependent on, on other things or if you are a comfort eater, um, 
there, we could fill in the blank. The first step is we just have to accept where we're at, and then we have to decide, okay, do I want out of this hole, or am I just going to sit here and, and do nothing? So acceptance really is the first step to moving forward. Yeah, and the thing God has been bringing to my mind a lot lately, especially with 2020 and everything that's happened, is the serenity prayer. And it talks about acceptance in that prayer. It says, help me accept the things I cannot change, but then what does it say? Change the things I can and wisdom to know the difference. So sometimes we have these unrealistic expectations where we're, we're trying to do something that you know, we can't even change in that amount of time. But like, help help me to accept my current situation, help me accept where I'm at, but help me to change the things that I can. And we have control over so many things and the Holy Spirit will lead us and guide us as we're listening to the Lord, you know, as we're listening to our bodies, you know, God will continue to lead us and guide us in that. But just praying that serenity prayer is so powerful. So then another suggestion we want to offer is that it's okay to dream, but just don't forget that the actions also have to come with the dream. You know, we might dream of achieving a certain number on the scale, but it's going to take actions in the form of portion sizes, increased movement and activity, getting that metabolism up. It's going to take those action steps, but we don't have to feel overwhelmed. We can still dream and have that as a major goal in our lives that we'd eventually like to achieve. But rarely are dreams fulfilled without key ingredients like good old-fashioned blood, sweat, (laughs) and tears. And anyone will tell you that that's ever been successful at anything, whether it's a professional athlete uh, or whether it's uh, uh, a local startup that puts blood, sweat, and tears into their company just to get it moving. Yeah, I've often heard there's no overnight success. It's, you know, you just are seeing the success in that moment. Yeah, so, so uh, acceptance is the first thing. Uh, it's okay to dream, but just make sure there's some action, you know, behind uh, the dreams. And then speaking of actions, uh, another step that we want to encourage you to take is to set smaller, achievable goals and actions along the journey. So when we make small, easy wins in the first few days, this can actually light a fire of motivation, which is going to help us achieve harder tasks down the road. So for example, if you haven't been moving very much, would you get outside for, say, a 10 or 15 minute walk? Would you be able to, you know, do some um, push-ups, you know, in your living room? Maybe some jumping jacks. Um, there's, there's just a number of ways that we can move, and and some of us think, oh, you know, uh, there's no way I'm going to achieve my dream goal. Well, we have to start somewhere. And so those smaller achievable goals. You know, one of the things I used to do is uh, in the evenings I'd have this little routine where uh, one of my my practices was to do some planks. And so I would start off with 30 seconds. And then the next night, since I'm sort of a numbers geek, I would say, okay, tonight I'm going to actually do 31 seconds. And I just kept adding and adding and adding. And eventually I just had a limit where I didn't really want to spend, you know, all night doing planks. (laughs) But what happened was 
by having small little incremental improvements, it really made it easier to hit something larger down the road. It was a small thing that added up to bigger results over time. So again, smaller achievable goals that get get us those uh, easy wins early on. And then something else that we want to recommend is that rather than just focusing on the outcome, like that number on the scale or the time on the clock, we should pause at various points and ask ourselves, what are we learning in the process? Am I becoming a more compassionate person? Am I drawing close to the Lord through this? Or is my pride being stoked? Um, Am I growing more humble or more prideful? You know, I I think that those are good things to ask along the journey is, uh, how am I changing as a person even as I work to achieve these goals? Even though I have this dream, how am I handling the process? And so it's good to pause, maybe even journal. Those of you that like to write in a journal, you might even just pause at times and say, these these are some of the things I'm feeling as I go through this process. These are the things I'm learning as I uh, still seek to achieve this goal or dream. And then another suggestion we have is to hold your expectations loosely. In other words, don't have this tight-fisted, clenched, oh, I'm going to get this goal no matter what, you know, and we're just, we're just, you know, going after something with such vengeance almost that we're just, we've just become angry people. (laughs) We've just become, you know, people that obsess over getting this, this thing. And I've found that if I'm just going for that one thing, that, that number on the clock, I've got to have this time for a 5K, or I've got to have this, and I shoot for that, and that's the only thing I'm thinking about, at the end of the day, even if I get that goal, I'm not really a happy person. I've not really enjoyed the process. All I've done is fixate on that one number, you know, that just, you know, keeps blaring in my head over and over again. So, yeah, some people call it white knuckling and, you know, just striving so hard and, you know, you could restrict your diet so hard, you know, and you might get the results, but did you really enjoy life? You know, and we're into holistic wellness here, body, soul, mind, and spirit. So it's not just about the body. It's about the whole person. And if you're irritated and angry because you're not eating enough, you know, yeah, you might have the ripped muscles, but (laughs) may not be having the greatest family life at home, right? So it's important to hold on loosely. Yeah, so as we hold these expectations loosely, it's going to help prevent unnecessary lingering disappointment, you know, that sometimes comes when we hold something too tightly and we don't get it or we lose it. Take infants, for example. They don't go from their backs to standing overnight. You know, they develop muscles that help them roll and then sit up on their own and then crawl and then stand and then walk and then eventually they're running. And in a similar way, you and I need to develop various mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical muscles along the way which are going to set us up for successfully achieving the goals or seeing those dreams fulfilled. 
You know, it's like we, we read in Proverbs 13, 12, hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a dream fulfilled is a tree of life. And so, yes, and we believe that uh, God actually puts dreams in our hearts. He speaks to us. He might uh, be the one that is the inspiration behind your weight loss journey or your your striving for health and wellness that you've never had in your life before. Maybe you didn't grow up in a family that that believed in that or took that seriously, but now you're at a place in your life where you realize, you know what? I'm just sick and tired of being sick and tired. I uh, want to add more life to the years that I have, and I want to be a more fulfilled person in every area. And so, again, holding those expectations loosely and not just tight-fisting it. And then finally, the last suggestion we have is, hey, celebrate the little achievements. Simply start again when you fail. We're all going to fail. We're all going to fall on our faces. But it's good to move forward rather than spending too much time looking back at our failures or disappointments. So it's okay to pause and make sure you're celebrating those little wins. Did you move for 15 minutes a day for three days straight? Wow, celebrate that. Enjoy that. Say, you know what? This is progress for me. This is mo- this is developing some momentum that I haven't had, and just keep allowing that to fuel uh, your motivation moving forward. But don't forget to celebrate the little achievements that uh, so many times um, are hard earned. And uh, and when you fail, just get right back up again. Celebrate what you did achieve, but now move forward and and start for that next little little mini goal. Yeah, and there's really no such thing as failure. You 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 know you either win or you learn, right? <laughs> you yeah. learn from it. And I don't remember if it was Zig Ziglar or someone who said, "Fail forward." You know, and I think sometimes it's the enemy of our souls that wants us to think ah, you've lost your chance, you know, it's like, no, you learn from it. So, you know, I had someone message me today and she said, you know, I want to get up early before the kids, but then I also want to stay up with my husband and have some quality time with him after the kids go to bed. So I'm having to rearrange my schedule and I think I'm going to work out in the afternoon instead, you know, and, and instead of seeing that as a failure that she didn't work out today, she's brainstorming, she's having a possibility mind mindset, which Dr. Caroline Leaf talks about too, but, you know, thinking about what is possible and learn from it, brainstorm, problem solve with God, ask him, well, what will work for me? You know, and hey, guess what? If, if you fail, you found something that didn't work right now. And there's also different seasons. But as you stay surrendered, we want you to do that by listening to your body and listening to the Lord. That's our motto around here at Alive and Active Wellness you know, your body will give you a lot of information, but so many of, our, of us are disconnected from our bodies. We're, we're either numbed out, you know, with technology and food and other things, or we're just, you know, we went through trauma and so we're not connected with our bodies. We're so busy. 
but listen to your body and then listen to the Lord. Like CJ said, allow yourself to dream with God. Ask God, what is it you have for me in this wellness journey? And you know what? As your body begins to change, people might start to notice. And guess what? That opens up an opportunity for you to share your testimony, for you to share what God is doing in your life, for to give God the glory. And so, you know, don't be afraid to dream with God. Listen to your body and listen to the Lord. And let me just pray for you as we close. So Lord, I just thank you for each person listening today and, you know, expectations get us into all sorts of knots and, you know, emotions and issues and disappointments and Yet we can have those, you know, just expectations that are where we're expecting you to to work, Lord, where we're keeping our eyes fixed on you. I think, you know, those unrealistic expectations, we're keeping our eyes fixed on a certain goal or a certain thing or a certain way. And and it's actually fixing our eyes on ourselves or what we want. But Lord, when we fix our eyes on you and we're just expecting you to show up, we're expecting you to move. There's no feeling there. (laughs) So I just pray you would just do a switch in people's minds, almost like just flipping a a light switch. You would just flip that light switch right now. And instead of getting caught up in all of these unrealistic expectations, that we would just start just putting our eyes on you and hearing from you and expecting expecting you to move in this area of our lives, wellness, our mind, body, soul, and spirit, that you will integrate us so that we can be um, just vessels for you, that we can give glory to you. It's not about us. It's not about our goals. So we just give you all the honor, glory, and praise. And I just praise you for every single person who finished this Uh, momentum challenge with us. We are just so excited for what you're doing in their lives. We pray you would give them the next steps. What are their next steps to keep this momentum going? We pray you would speak individually and personally to each person. And we just pray this in Jesus' powerful name. Amen. Amen. So thank you so much for being on this journey with us. If you haven't yet, make sure to share this challenge with your friends and family. They can sign up at any time. Just go to have them go to aliveandactivewellness.com forward slash momentum and just share this new kind of wellness, this faith-based fitness of integrating mind, soul, spirit, body. And um, we would love to be able to um, just be investing in them as well. So we, we love you all. We're praying for you and we will talk to you next time. Bye-bye.